Welcome to the Business Balance Podcast. I'm Emma Langton, Mindset Coach and Hypnotherapist, and each week I'm bringing you conversations and coaching about getting the balance in business. We'll be talking mindset, strategy, boundaries, balance, and a whole lot more, so you can create a brilliant business life and still enjoy time off. You can find me at www.emmalangton.com, where you can join my newsletter, Or you can book a call with me so that we can have a chat about how to get this coaching to work for you in a really personalised way. You can find all the details of how to contact me in the show notes. How does stress affect your health? Let's cut with that one first because we know that stress comes in all shapes and sizes. um, And stress can be defined as... um, Physical, emotional, psychological strain, that term stress refers to that response that you have when you're facing something that's um, difficult or that's forcing you to change or adjust or have pressure or challenge or to keep things balanced, which you know I'm going to like since we're on the Business Balance podcast. Okay, so in small doses, stress can be a good thing. It can give you that strength, that stamina, um, that ability to maybe enhance your focus or speed up your reaction time or even to just get stuff done. And that's where some people will say that stress is good for you. However, does stress or does a lot of stress or does too much stress, does it affect your health? Well, we've got to say yes, regardless of what it is that you think, because stress is a huge contributory factor to people needing time off work and it's getting higher and higher. Surveys suggest, depending which survey you read and when that survey was done, but it's, you know, 10, 15 million people are taking time off work in the UK for stress and stress-related illnesses. Mental health issues, including stress and anxiety, are the reason that one in five people visit their GP. Now, these these numbers are UK numbers, so everybody listening outside of the UK, there's going to be different numbers. But you're going to get the gist of things here, aren't you? According to the NHS, get this, stress is the feeling of being under too much mental and emotional pressure. I think we all knew that one, really. (laughs) Excuse my sarcasm about it, but um, that's a bit of a no-brainer. Okay, so... What goes on with stress? Now, I love explaining this. When I am coaching and doing my um, stress workshops in the workplaces, which I'm doing a lot more of, by the way. So if you're listening to this and you want me to come into your workplace, providing it is somewhere that I can get to, do get in touch with me. Um, Because I do these interactive workshops um, and I've been doing them for a while and then I kind of stopped doing them and um, I've forgotten how much I missed doing them. So I'm doing them again. So these are like lunch and learn sessions or workshops maybe at the end of the day or if you're having a uh, like a staff training day so I can come in, they don't have to be at lunchtime and I can, interactive about, you know, what people perceive stress to be, what they think about with stress, what it is that's going on with stress, how it might affect you um, and what you can do about it. So let's just dig in a little bit into what it is that's going on when you are stressed. Um, so your your adrenal glands produce 
um, what's known as the stress hormone. So they, they produce cortisol, they produce adrenaline. And these hormones prepare your body to take emergency action. Now, there's an area in our brain, in the lower part of our brain, called the amygdala. And that's like your internal fire alarm. So when we, when we perceive, and that's a crucial word, is we perceive. So it's different for everybody. But when we perceive that there is a threat, that stress response kind of goes into automatic pilot. It's existed since we were uh, cavemen times. Now, <laughs> anybody who's listening that's already been my client will know that when I explain this, I go, right, we're not having a discussion about evolution here. Um, so we'll just go that we came from cavemen and women. <laughs> so when we get that perceived threat, you know, when we lived in caves, life was much simpler then and there were proper life and death situations. Nowadays... We might feel that we've got this life and death situation. We've got this stress response, um, you know, because we've got an interview, because we are, um, you know, getting up in front of the CEO, because we're doing a speech, because, you know, we have to present to new clients or customers, um, because we've just got an awful lot going on. I'll come into a little bit more of everyday um, stressful situations in a minute, but we might have those that didn't exist in caveman times. But your brain's not figured that out yet. So what happens when that amygdala is fired up and your internal fire alarm goes off and your cortisol and adrenaline is flooding through your body to enable you to deal with that stressful situation, the other things that happen is that your breathing becomes faster or it's also said to be more shallow. So it's higher up in your chest to take in more oxygen. Your heart beats faster to pump that oxygen round through your body into your muscles um, so that you can do that fight, that flight, so that you can react in the way that you need to do. So your heart's beating faster, your muscles might tighten and um, have all this stress hormone coursing through them. You might find that your arms or that your legs shake. People talk about like knees knocking in nervous situations and stressful situations, don't they? Um, because you've got all this energy coursing through your body, but you might be kind of sat at the door waiting to go into an interview. You know, your blood pressure rises because that blood's pumping through your body much more. Your senses become sharper, you know. So some people talk about being like on on, on high alert or hypervigilant and, and that their ears pick up on every tiny sound um, because that was supposed to pick up on all the bits of danger. You might also find that your stomach's maybe churning or that you can't eat because, you know, if it was a really stressful situation, well, then you don't want to have to stop for a snack when you're under this threatening, stressful situation because that'd be a bit daft, wouldn't it? Um, some of the other bodily functions that just kind of, you know, shut down like, you, like your bladder empties because you don't want to have to stop for the loo if you're being chased by a tiger. But actually, if you're about to go into an exam or an interview, or go on stage, or, um, you know, up in front of the bosses in, in a big meeting, or in front of all your employers, or whatever it is, then that's a bit different, and you might be kind of going, oh god, I just need the loo again, I've just been. But there's a whole load of stuff that's going on there, 
But here's the really crucial piece of information that you need. If that stress is really elevated, if you're right in the middle of a fear response and your internal fire alarm going off, then what also happens is that it switches off your thinking bit of your brain. So you can't think logically, you can't think clearly. And if that happens, so then when people say to you, oh, just think this, oh, just do that, oh, don't worry about, then you can't. It's impossible because that thinking bit of your brain is completely switched off. It might as well be in another room or even on another planet because it's not going to be there to help you because you're on automatic pilot. You're on a full-on safety mechanism. So that's the kind of things that are happening. But when we're dealing with stress over kind of long periods of time and we begin to do, we do begin to notice that it's affecting our health, okay? Because it's on a kind of lower level than the whole, um, you know, I'm on complete survival usually. So when it's like um, work pressure and things, the stress can be affecting your health and cause you with some health problems. And sometimes you get used to living with levels of stress that you don't even notice some of these things coming in until you take time to reflect on it or until somebody like me points it out to you. So some of those things might be that you're catching colds more easily because actually all of this cortisol and adrenaline is weakening your immune system. You've not got time to then recover. So you're just on like, I'm wearing out, I'm wearing out. So that you catch colds or you get ill a bit more frequently and things like that. You will have low energy, maybe. You feel tired all the time. This is often known as adrenal fatigue. So those adrenal glands are just absolutely worn out again. You might have issues with sleeping, you might need a lot more sleep or you might find that you struggle to get off to sleep because actually you're kind of like tired and wired at the end of the day. Um, So you struggle to switch off and get off to sleep because you're working on like this higher level of, um, of stress response pretty much most of the time. You might be feeling overwhelmed and your head's just full of everything and, you know, um, check out a bit more about those symptoms of overwhelm in my previous podcast. I'll link to it in the show notes. Um, You may find that you've got um, poor time management or you've got issues with memory and you can't retain information and you can't think clearly. Um, Again, and that's about that bit that your your brain's switched off. You're kind of running on automatic pilot, but it's not helpful if you're just trying to get through all the damn stuff in the office. You might find that you're more short-tempered or you've got issues with anger or you're being a bit more explosive and, and things like that. Um, you're less patient um, because that's your kind of fight response kicking in. It, you've heard of the fight-flight response. So you might also notice that you're, you're kind of more negative or more pessimistic and, and you can't see the good in things. You know, our brain is wired to notice the negatives of those potential danger. And so that's what it will be doing all of the time. You may find you've got aches and pains and and you can't really attribute any particular reason for them. You might have tight shoulders, you might be clenching your jaw, grinding your teeth, you might have a stiff neck. That's all part of the tension that we can naturally hold in our body over long periods of time. And you just think that there's a bit of work pressure but your body's holding all this tension and then you're not sure why you've got these aches and pains. Or you go for a massage and it absolutely blooming kills, you know, and the pinging over like lumps and bumps and things like that. That's all that tension. 
spots, joyous, stress, you know, it really, you know, makes us look our best, <laughs> doesn't it? The cortisol clogs your pores. And so you might come out in spots, you know, and it's changing your hormones and things like that. You might also notice thinning hair, which is something that people don't always realise. Um, now, don't worry, it grows back once that stress is under control usually. But, you know, that is another of the symptoms. Because often we only notice the emotional effects of stress. However, there are all of these more physical impacts on it too. And it's really important, obviously, that we do something about these responses or our lifestyle to counterbalance this. So if you think about the causes of stress. So those hormone responses are there. Well, like I've said, when you might be, um, you know, in caveman times being chased by a bear or a tiger. They're not supposed to be there when your boss is being too demanding or you're juggling lots of the things that I'm going to list in a minute. There are life events that can cause too much stress. You know, I regularly see people who come to me for coaching um, and other sort of help because they don't want to go to their GP. And because they don't want to be taking time off or they don't want to alert their boss to their employer or their staff that they're feeling under pressure. You know, so when it's business leaders and leaders of of companies that come to me, they don't want other people to know. The HSC, the Health and Safety Executive, says the adverse reaction that people have to excessive pressure or other types of demand placed on them at work, that that's what they define stress as being. So it might be that you're you're in the wrong or a difficult job, that it just doesn't light you up, it doesn't make you feel good. And it might be that that's come about because you've been moved around in a company that you didn't, you know, deliberately take on the wrong job, you know, or what is right and wrong. You know, don't be feeling bad about it, but... um, that it's happened that there's been um, changes you know these restructuring transformations you know and you've ended up in a job that just does not do it for you it might be that you're facing redundancies or unemployment worries and concerns you might just be working having to work really really long hours there might be conflict with colleagues or bosses or um, you know they might have a new boss that you're struggling to get on with something like that younger people um have school and college pressure and oh my god don't I know that right now with my daughter coming up to a GCSEs um so you might experience that some way or if you're um you know doing some further education studying alongside your work then you might be feeling the pressure there might be friendship difficulties you might have test anxieties there might be financial worries there might be some sort of other negative relationship there might be loneliness There might be parenting challenges. You might have kind of got stuck in some unhealthy habits. There can be all sorts of things like that. So if you think about, you know, you know, is stress affecting your health? They may help you to identify these sorts of things. Um, People come to me when they have IBS and I say, you know, you know, where's not as bluntly as this, obviously, but I do some gentle questioning um, and try and dig in a little bit and say, you know, find out where the pressures are to see what's underneath that sort of thing. So if you think stress is kind of wrecking your body, then, you know, make a point of looking at what may be the causes, where these things are and see if you can get yourself under control. 
Is there a way that you can remove yourself from toxic situations, you know, with bosses, colleagues, things like that? Can you plan some stress-reducing activities into your day so that you can begin to take care of yourself and help your body to recover? You know, be able to sort of find some way to relax a bit before these stress-related symptoms get out of hand. By exploring some of these main contributors to stress, as well as some of the thought patterns that can come into this as well, you know, maybe about kind of the negativity that I talked to you about in the language that you use, like, you know, I'm no good at this, I can't do this and things. Because these can help or hurt you. But looking at those things can help you to become much more self-aware, to give you a clearer picture of where that stress is coming from. And then you know exactly what it is that you need to do about it so that you can cope more easily. And when you begin to look at all of these things, then you can identify where areas are causing you a problem. You can then become more in control of some of those things. You can discover what stresses you. Then you can also begin to look at the things that don't stress you too. The things that maybe light you up or that you find really easy to do. And then obviously tune back in to the next few episodes this month as well. Or, you know, go onto my website and have a look at the blog posts there and find the other podcasts. There's be links in the show notes for all of this. And I will be able to bring and share more information with you across this month. But, you know, if you find that this has been a bit of a wake up call for you and you're like, oh, my God, I really need to do something about it then definitely grab that link in the show notes, get in touch with me and let's book a call and see if my coaching is going to be something that works for you. Because do you know what? If it's not, if it doesn't seem that it's right for you, often, I mean, I can direct you to other people, other places, I'll tell you what it is that you need to look for. I'm not afraid to say no to people, (laughs) you might have gathered. But, um, you know, I do that in the nicest possible way as well to make sure that you get something that is absolutely right for you. So don't end up, you know, having stress affecting your health. You know, we can make stress work for us and we can find a way to work with it, you know, without saying you have to chuck your entire job in or you have to leave your partner, you know, or anything like that. We can find a way to make it work for you because this is absolutely, you know, one of the things that lights me up that I absolutely love working with and we can find things that work for you too. So I hope that's really, really helpful for you to think about whether that's for you or for your workforce. And then, as I say, you know, share this episode with people that you might find helpful. Tune back in over the month for other things that are going to talk about what it is that you can do. But for this week, begin to have a look about whether that are any of the symptoms, any of the things that you begin to experience. And then I'll see you again on the next episode. Bye for now.